Do the trashy pulp novels of the world have anything to offer? Our bestseller is all they're cracked up to be. Here at Terrible Book Club, we explore whether you really can judge a book by its cover or its ridiculous synopsis. You ever passed a book and thought, ugh, who's reading this? We probably are. Welcome to episode 107 of the Terrible Book Club. I'm Archangel Parisial, and this is Archangel Christophatron. Hello! This time, we read Sandalfin, Harmony, book number 12, and Archangel Breathtap, book number 19, both from the Archangelology book series, If You Call Them, They Will Come, by Kim Caldwell. These were published by Together Publishing, uh... The most recent one was published in 2019. I actually forgot to write down the date that the first one was published, but it actually doesn't matter at all. Uh, (laughs) We read these after Chris discovered the existence of a category of books that are like demonic and angelic warding or prayer sorts of books uh, when we were preparing for the fake book game in episode 100. Uh, After that, I was I was sold. I was like, Chris, we got to do a, a demon summoning or angel summoning book of some kind. And, you know, these and Terriblo, Terriblo found these. Although books. these don't seem explicitly Christian. And, I mean, this got archangel names in them, but it doesn't really hit you over the head with God stuff other than that. No, it's it's like a. Oh, man, it's really kitchen sink religious stuff. It's just <laughs> yeah. a little bit of everything is, is in there. <laughs> Try to get all the, the folks in here for this. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyhow, if this is your first time listening to the show, what we do here at Terrible Book Club is we read books that we assume will be bad based on their cover, title, summary, or some combination of the three. Sometimes we also read books that our patrons, listeners, or friends recommend. So we do the opposite of what most people do when they're in a bookstore or if they're browsing for something to read online. And usually this experiment results in a disappointing read, but once in a while we do actually end up liking the book. Uh, Content warnings for today are really just like, I don't know, if you got something against angels and like dubious religious practices, maybe this episode isn't for you. Maybe Um, you skip this one if you just can't stand a lot of woo-woo, let's say. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, um... This is a this is our first double header episode. I know we we did have an episode where we read two stories that were published in the same book, but this is the first time we've read two separate volumes uh as you know, in one episode. Of course, they are from the same series, but it is an interesting first. Uh there were 19 books and they all sounded equally wacky, so we figured we would just take have a sampling, just choose two that we thought would be interesting. Um we went for the harmony one since, you know, musicians. Yeah, we're both musicians. Why not learn how to breath- harmonize with yeah. angels? Yeah. And then breath tap sounded weird. So why not? <laughs> also, they're extremely short. 
Yeah, uh, Sandalphone. I keep wanting to call him Sandalphone because his name is almost Sandalphone. He's just missing an E on there. So, um, How do you know that's not a long O anyway, Paris? It's true. Sandalphone? Sandalphone. No, phone, just with oh. the long O sound of O. Well, a long O is an oo. I learned it differently, I guess. <laughs> No, no. How are we know. always having pronunciation art? Paris, every fucking episode, <laughs> you and I have to start with like, well, I said it this way. Sorry, I'm dying. It's too funny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Oh, is that how it's the proper Greek or something? I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I think the long O is just O. <laughs> Let's o. move. Paris, I can't have any more pronunciation arguments. You just need to go. We need to. Sorry. It's too funny. I can't stop. It's too funny. Wait, what's a short O? <laughs> just like uh. Yeah, off and not. Yes. Okay. Yes. Boat and no and sandal phone. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You got it. All right. Then what's OO? Then what's the oo sound? Uh, double O. Oh, you're right. It is listed as double O. Okay. Anyway, fine. Ah, but see, Boobs, I don't know. But see, the, the word o. the word blue is technically as a double O sound, even though it's U E. So fucking Christ, Paris. Sandafur <laughs> is here to guide us. Anyway, I mean, this book kind of wants you to do whatever the fuck you want anyway, it's right? It's very so. true. All right. So we're going to read the summary, uh, the back of the book for both of these. And they're incredibly long. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Um, we considered splitting the episode into, you know, doing the Sandalfin book and then the Breath Tap book. But there were just so many things that were the same about them both. It would be really difficult to kind of to do that. We figured it would make more sense to just throw all of our commentary together. So that means we're going to read both of the book summaries up front. We'll try to remind you which one, you know, we reference uh, afterwards. So ahem. this is a summary for Sandalfin Harmony, book number 12. Why would you call Sandalfin? Number one, for a more harmonious life. Number two, help to have your prayers answered. Number three, learn the secret power of singing with and to your angels. This Archangelology book and the entire series aim to lift the reader one step at a time. You may read this piece anytime you desire upliftment and want to feel good now. Never underestimate the power of feeling good for creating more of what you want. Meet Archangel Sandalfin. She slash he serves to transmit our prayers and desires to God-Goddess energy. Also, Sandalfin is the Archangel of Harmony and Music. Relax as Archangel Sandalfin infuses us with harmony codes for a feeling of bliss. Einstein and Neville Goddard both taught that our imagination is the creative force. Wow, that was a real just taking an exit there off the highway. Bringing all the careening <laughs> suddenly into the guardrail. <laughs> yeah, yes. Bringing the archangels in for this imagination creation infuses serenity in our mind, thus our lives. Who better to shine angelic love on us than Archangel Sandalfin? Sandalfin strengthens our connection to Mother Earth and helps balance our energy. Archangel Sandalfin takes us on a magical journey to remember how to feel good in the moment to create more of the life we desire. 
Take a mini mind vacation with Archangel Sandalfin. In this divine angelic alchemy, you can experience flying through inner earth like a superhero. Sorry, all I can think of, this sounds like a, an ad for like a like a ferry or a cruise ship. And there was there was this ad for the Block Island Ferry when I was a kid. It's like, sail away on the Block Island Ferry. So I'm just imagining like, sail away with Archangel Sandalfin. Oh, travel to the higher dimensions of love, light, and peace with the assistance of the archangels. Feel as crystalline energies infuse you with a youthful mindset and glow. Archangel Sandalfin also shows us how singing to and with our angels allows us to connect quicker and stronger. Archangels Metatron, Zadkiel, Haniel, Jophiel, Raphael, Kamael, Kamael, Uriel, Gabriel, and Raziel make guest appearances as we sing with them for more joy and blessings. Experience the archangel singing voices and enjoy feelings of bliss and tranquility that infuse your being. This takes practice, and you can do it. Sandalfin reminds us of how vital practicing neutrality and non-judgment is to cultivate a more peaceful and happy life. Non-judgment is a magical tool to create new beginnings of joy, and Sandalfin will infuse us with it over time. Focusing on these practices will help you shift and refresh your consciousness, thus becoming a magnet for confidence, peace, and prosperity. You may read a sentence, a paragraph, or the whole book. It's just what you feel best to embark on the celestial journey to a more abundant life. That sentence didn't make sense. There is no wrong or right way to use this tool. The only thing recommended you keep in the forefront of your practice is to ensure you are enjoying the process. Meet one of the Archangels in the Archangelology book and audio series that is here to help you. If you call Archangel Sandalfin, she slash he will come, just as all of the Archangels will come to your assistance when beckoned. Spending time with Archangels creates a heavenly life. Oh, all right. Uh, that it, was that was about half as long as the actual book. Yeah. <laughs> Almost the, no joke, guys. The book is like, after the forward, it's all of like... I don't know, 18 pages. And I mean, that might've been nine of them. <laughs> there was definitely parts from the book itself in there. Most yeah. notably, you could read a sentence or a paragraph or the whole book, which to me is like, what if I, what if that's the sentence I read? Is that enough? It's <laughs> all you needed. Did, Paris, did we not have to read all of this book after all? Could we, could we have just read one sentence and just done the episode based on that? Yes, because she says that the only thing we should keep in mind at the forefront of our practice is to ensure we're enjoying it. So if after one sentence we weren't enjoying it, we should have just thrown it in the trash. <laughs> we didn't do that. We failed. Oh, shit. Uh -oh. <laughs> did we fail at the thing that's impossible to do wrong? Sandalfin's going to come for us. Oh, um, God. So now that we've sailed away on the Archangel Ferry... Um, Oh, seriously, look up, look up that fucking jingle. It's so, it's such an earworm, even though it's terrible. Oh, um, it's not. It's never going to be better than Water Country, Paris. I mean, Sail Away on the Black Island Ferry is no, in water that country same wheelhouse as Water Country. Unparalleled. No, 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 no. I'm telling like you, it's <laughs> it's up there. Wait, submit are these... your favorite local jingles to Terrible was, Book Club. I was gonna say these are two hyper local references. Mine is to like southeastern Massachusetts and uh, south southwest south. <laughs> what are directions? Um, I guess southwest. No, southeastern Mass and south 
Eastern Rhode Island as well. That doesn't really make... Oh, well, Massachusetts is a dumb shape. Whatever. The border between Rhode Island and Massachusetts and all the towns therein, that is the area I'm discussing. <laughs> I, I'm talking about. And water country was kind of an all-Massachusetts thing because I remember the water country one too. I, I mean, I never got to go to water country. I just got to experience the the sheer joy of its jingle. Oh, it's I encourage you listeners it's to check Hampshire. out the water country theme because boy, oh boy. It's in New Hampshire, so it's probably New England. So okay. Anyway. Anyway, back to books. <laughs> All right, the next, the next book. Yeah, that we was read. one summary. <laughs> we, we have a second summary, yeah, you guys. It's for breath tap. How many fucking minutes are we into this thing? Oh, we're like ten minutes into the episode. We haven't even begun. <laughs> Good. All right. So since you did this in like the normal, uh, you know, I guess sort of meditation seller voice. Um, I figured I could do it as a slightly different character just because there's a lot of things in here that are quite similar anyway, so why not give the listener something to listen to? So I will take the alternate character of a Wild West snake oil salesman um, for this summary instead, Paris. Yee fucking ha. Breath tap. Why would you experience Archangel breath tap? Number one, explore the energetic body for positive shifts. Number two, learn the power of breath and tapping combined with the Archangels. Number three, a more youthful, refreshed outlook. The Archangels are here at this time to help us tune up and play with our energetic bodies. If you are here experiencing this time-space reality and reading this book, you are an explorer. You okay, Paris? <laughs> you sound oh like you just God. stubbed your whole body. <laughs> Sorry, when you said if you are here experiencing this time-space reality, <laughs> I was desperately trying not to choke, and then I almost spit water out, so I had my hand over my mouth. <laughs> just you should have learned your lesson not to be drinking. Oh, I know, I know. Okay, so well, if you are here experiencing this time-space reality with us, let's jump back in. <laughs> I often think that we are in the wild west of energy. It is all new. Humans are becoming aware that just because we cannot see a thing does not mean it does not exist. This calls for further exploration because we are in a time where energy alignment is more important than ever, yet there does not appear to be a user guide for maintaining the energy body. There are emergent teachings, and like anything else, we must be discerning. The more we focus and practice having a vital energy body, the more we will learn and benefit. The human has fluent, multidimensional energy bodies and intuitive magical fingers. The two go hand in hand. This energy field invisibly surrounds our physical body with capabilities we are only beginning to understand. If we ask questions, more answers will come. In this book, we set intentions to invigorate and align our light bodies with the help of the archangels. As we set intentions, unseen beneficial forces move for us. You are already interacting with your energetic light body many times unknowingly. Get more focused with more intention here. You are a master, and the archangels are here to assist you. I have played with energy, meditation, emotional freedom technique, archangels, and breath for years. They have naturally become an alchemy of sorts. Each powerful process stands on its own, so imagine the life enhancements when combined. The results must be experienced to understand how transformative they are. If you dedicate a daily practice of deep breathing with your archangels and tapping, you can expect more youthful vitality. These practices also help during challenges, so knowing them is to your advantage. These magical knowings are aligned with feeling better. 
Gently tap your thymus, the middle of your chest, as you say to yourself or aloud, I am attracting things to make me happy, vibrant, and useful while taking deep, slow breaths as rich, clean oxygen feeds your mind, body, and spirit. The archangels are calling for a more interactive experience. As we get conscious of our thoughts, take deep healing breaths and tap with intention, things will begin to shift for the better. Focusing on these practices will refresh your consciousness, thus becoming a magnet for confidence, peace, and prosperity. You may read a sentence, a paragraph, or the whole book. It's just what you feel best in the moment to embark on this celestial journey to a more abundant life. There is no wrong or right, right? There is no wrong or right way to use this tool. The only thing recommended you keep in the forefront of your practice is to ensure that you are enjoying the process. Meet the Archangels in the Archangelology book and audio series that is here to help you. If you call Archangels, they will come. Spending time with Archangels creates a heavenly life. Ye fucking hop. I liked how in the middle of the summary really it well goes done. randomly into a piece of meditation practice and then immediately jumps back out. Very indicative of the book overall. Yeah, I was going to say, this just reads like part of the book. Again, why would I even buy this book if the summary says, tap on your chest and say this thing <laughs> and breathe? Excuse me, your thymus. My thymus. <laughs> All right. All okay. right um, so the characters and setting in these books, all right, the characters are you, these angels. Uh, in the Sandalfin book, we're, we actually go into inner inner earth or inter-earth, supposedly, on our little journey. Um, in the other book, though, it's just all, you're just you in your sad life. In your energy field. <laughs> you. Um, and your AT fields that um, the Avas will penetrate somehow. Yeah, so... Now, I, you know what? What? Now that I'm thinking about it, Breath Tap has a lot of Neon Genesis Evangelion feels. There's angels, there's energy fields. I've never if you seen just that. Said, okay, well, there's angels in that, even though they're technically giant monsters on I the have... way to destroy humanity. Well, but... I mean, that's what real angels are. Angels are fucking monsters. They don't, they're not like... You know what? Like in what fact, I'm almost positive that the angels in Neon Genesis Evangelion were named like Metatron and Gabriel and shit. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're talking like, you know... Christian angel stuff. Yeah, angels are monsters. Well, then the, you should maybe check that anime out if you want to access they, your AT field. I should say they're they are monstrous looking. I should correct myself. Not that they do monstrous. Things. Oh yeah, well, Sandalfun is totally in Neon Genesis Evangelion. You know, maybe maybe this lady watched Neon Genesis Evangelion and she was just like, I gotta work this into my life. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Paris. Well, um, actually, there's a segment in the Sandalfin book about singing out and calling out to all the archangels. There's like an archangel roll call in there. Did you catch that part? There is. That's true. Would you like to sing the archangel roll call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's, let's fucking call these angels. Okay. This is an excerpt, and we are going to read it and uh, follow these instructions. Archangel Sandalfin reminds you when you go into fear, I, I guess we're going into fear recording this episode of Terror Club. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Listen to your breathing. Hear the melody of your breathing. And then 
if you can sing, if you can't sing, I guess, fuck you, sing to your angels. Sing with me now. Uh, Chris, <laughs> you ready? <clears throat> Three, two, one. Archangel Metatron, Archangel Zachiel, Archangel Haniel, Archangel Jophiel, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Kamiel, Archangel Uriel, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Raphael. Archangel Orion. It's really hard to do this over like a Facebook call. Well, when it's just slightly delayed. I mean, neither of us were really singing. Wow, you know, both of these recent ology books have required us to sing intentionally poorly together. It's part That's of our... worship, man. Yeah, it's part of it. All right, so you can kind of see how, and also we just kind of Chris just kind of came up with a, a silly melody that we didn't really follow too hard there's no music notes in here there's no suggestion as to how you sing this it just says if you can sing sing so i don't i don't know how this whole thing is like we're gonna teach you how to sing to your archangels but then it doesn't actually teach you how to sing that that's a problem for well, me you, because like it, it says all the time paris just do whatever you want it, there's, there's no right or wrong way you can sing whatever melody you want it doesn't say that, but it is implied by the loose nature of this book overall. Um, all right. So it's all kind of, it's really just that. That was like the longest singing <laughs> part. Uh, most of it is just like, hey, say this phrase about how valuable you are as a person and ask the angels to help you. Like, I, I don't know how that's different from regular praying. Like, are you just telling people to pray? I, I don't know. It just seems. Well, in a way, yeah. <clears throat> what is prayer really besides just like, voicing positive thoughts or hopes that you have. I'd like to start our start discussing the things that we um I don't know if there was anything we liked about this, Chris. Well, I mean, I can get behind the power of positive thought and meditation mm, as an exercise. Yeah, I so I can get behind meditation and I can get behind um you know, doing things to try to better yourself and change your outlook if you need that. I don't totally subscribe to the power of positive thinking that um, Vincent Peale popularized. I think that that is dangerous, um, and I don't think it... I don't... How is I'm it not dangerous? A, exhibit A, Donald J. Trump! <laughs> okay, but that uh, kind of worked out for went, him in a lot of ways, didn't it, though, Paris? Oh, for him, but it doesn't work out for anybody else. Oh, well, do, many other I don't... People. That's not what we're dealing with. We're talking about bettering your own life. In nowhere in this book do we talk about helping others. You're right. This is a very selfish. Um, this is a very selfish exercise, isn't it? That's well, true. no. Par okay, I think we're getting a. The reason I say that I believe in the power of positive thinking is because um, it's sort of in the negative direction. Where I think if a lot of the time you're not allowing yourself to think or say out loud, I am a person that is worth it. I am, you know, worth my own time. I deserve love and care. It might feel silly to say those things out loud, but if you actually can't even say it out loud to yourself, how are you going to get other people on board with that idea as well? Sometimes vocalizing it can help you buy into it more. Yeah, like, 
okay, so I don't agree with you for myself personally, but I understand how that might be valuable to other people. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with people looking in the mirror and being like, I'm fucking cool. Like, if that helps you be fucking cool or happy, that's fine. Um, there's something, so I'll agree with you there. There's nothing wrong with telling people um, that they should incorporate positive affirmations in their life. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with meditation. Um, nothing wrong with trying to better yourself. And, and again, I think we've talked about this before, you know, where I, I'm not religious, but I understand that religious beliefs or, you know, maybe a belief in angels or something can be helpful to people, even if I don't think it's real. But I do think things can be taken too far, which is kind of where I feel these books live in that mm -hmm. too far area off the, <laughs> off the deep end there. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not really sure. I guess I'm just going to get into my list of things that were problematic. Yeah. First of all, uh, technically, this book is terribly put together, or these books. They are sort of just a stream of consciousness, blocks of text that don't, that aren't organized. They don't really have much of a direction. Um, it's not set up in a way that's easy to follow. So even if you are approaching this as a guided meditation, it's really hard to follow a guided meditation when you have, okay, now we're going to take a breath and then say this phrase and then, hey, did you know this random fact? Also, dolphins are here now. Like, I just don't see how, and, and I'm serious, there's a part where there's dolphins. Um, how about crystal divas showing crystal up? Crystal divas, yeah. I just don't, I, well, I guess the dolphins are part of the meditation, but I do find it very jarring because why would there be dolphins anyway? It's, it's set up in a way where it's not, there's no like explanation of why the author thinks this works. And then the guided meditation, it's all just jammed together. It's not sectioned off. It, it, I mean, there are a bunch of errors in terms of sentence structure. It's, it's not well written. Um, Very think, often you will be, she'll be like, let's start the meditation. And it is extremely unclear as to exactly where the parts you're supposed to be saying something out loud are versus when she is going back into explaining the meditation or even when we've left the meditation and we're just talking about the background knowledge of archangels. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason for this is because in one book, the editor is cited as Grammarly, that, you know, that browser extension <laughs> that edits your texts and emails. And uh, in the second book, the editor is Grammarly and Claire Caldwell. Um, and I mean, holy shit, Miss Caldwell, Kim, Kim Caldwell, you need a professional human to edit your work, not some AI program for like email or chat messaging or your family member who arguably does not know what they're doing. <laughs> um, you know, if, if you hired a professional... They could have formatted this in a way that at least would be a helpful meditation exercise, at least in the, uh, I, I should say, at least the Sandalfin one would be. Um, personally, I find the content reprehensible for a variety of reasons that we'll get into, not for me, and especially in the other book. But I think the Sandalfin one is just like, hey, you want to go on this like kind of fun, kooky, Lisa Frank, you know, themed <laughs> meditation? Great. It, it just would have been so much better if it was formatted in a way that you could actually follow. Um, there's, it's just a mess. Um, you should fire Claire. Please don't use Grammarly for any more of these. 
I, yeah. Um, well, Paris, it's interesting that you should say that it's hard to follow in this medium because there are indeed, as noted in the summaries, audio portions of of this. I, I We didn't check out if it's just the text verbatim yet. Mm. And um, in fact, later in this episode, I think it would be a good idea for us to check out the audio portions on air. <laughs> okay. Because I, I couldn't also understand. I don't know, based on what I was reading in the books, if it's just the text of the book in audio format. It seems there might be some kind of custom music as well. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, so this this brings me to my next sort of technical point is that if you're doing some kind of meditation exercise, it should be short enough that you can memorize it or it should be an audio format because it's really hard to keep looking back at a 20 or 40 page text while you're trying to do a meditation. Like, how are you going to take me out of the physical plane when I have to keep referencing the physical plane to follow the meditation? <laughs> I just, to me... It doesn't work. And I and I understand not everybody who has their full hearing, you know, meditates. People who are hard of hearing or deaf meditate. And again, I think if there's just text that you can read and memorize, that works fine. But even in the Sandalfin book, which is which was shorter, I think it was about 25, excuse me, pages or so, the whole like, like I said, sort of Lisa Frank styled <laughs> adventure you go on um is a good 15 18 pages now I, I there's just no way you could remember that i mean maybe if you like read it and took notes on the major elements and then were like okay i go into the cave i see the purple crystals then there's a waterfall <laughs> then there's sandalfin then michael shows up then fucking metatron shows up and we party in the waterfall <laughs> and then like we go to the light i send the demons to the light door and then we go to inner earth and then there's fucking hummingbirds oh shit and then uh dolphins and then we're good like i don't know Paris, but i feel like you just disproved your own point by memorizing everything <laughs> no i didn't though those are those are actually points i mixed from both texts. yeah that, that there um, was both in there but... and there's a lot of stuff i missed you know what just here just listen, listen to my phone recordings of me from a couple days ago Okay, apparently uh, Archangel Sandalfon wants to take us on a divine journey now to help us have more connection and more bliss and remember how to connect to the music of the universe. Archangel Sandalfon, please come into my life. Please help me and take my prayers straight to the goddess energy. Please help me remember to connect with high vibrational music and sound more often to calm me and heal me. All right, apparently Archangel Sandalfin is appearing right before me, and they gaze upon me with love and knowing. Archangel, Archangel Sandalfin gently, melodically speaks to you and reminds you to connect to Mother Earth and the Heaven. To see a beautiful beam of light starting from the core of Mother Earth and beaming up at you, take a deep breath. This divine energy flows all out through your center, stabilizing you, balancing you, and goes up into the heaven. As you feel completely relaxed, at peace, and blissful ease, you see the cave entrance, and Archangel Sandalfin lets you know that you're going to take a magnificent journey. Sandalfin takes your arm to steady you as you are as steady as you can be, and you look about in this cavern, this cave, and it's covered with the most divine crystals, sparkling. 
sparkling healing amethyst crystals. You've heard about the beautiful inner earth and that it exists. You relax and you follow the path. The caves. You go deeper and deeper into the tunnels. You go deeper and deeper along with Archangel Sandalfin. Sandalfin takes your hand as you both gently start to float through the cavern, through the caves, and you start to move more quickly now. And you swim and you glide. You are holding Archangel Sandalfin's hand and you are feeling light as a feather. You are feeling high on delicious, fresh inner earth air. You see the crystals sparkling. You feel their energy infusing you and you start to notice flying beside you beautiful, beautiful little hummingbirds. At least they look like hummingbirds. You feel better as they start to come closer to you and your body starts to tingle and vibrate. These are beautiful, beautiful little birds whose wings move so fast that you can't see the movement and you can feel the vibrations all around you and you feel your vibrations rising and rising and you smile. Yes, and you are floating and flying with these beautiful angelic celestial beings and the beautiful tiny hummingbirds that are surreal. The whole scene feels surreal to you and you take a deep healing breath Uh, but yeah, so, so again, like I'm not averse to meditation exercises, but like, please make them easy to use. Formatting Uh, counts for so much here. If you just formatted this thing better, it would have been a much easier read. Yeah, I, that's my, one of my biggest problems. Um, yeah, I mean, secondly, I have a really hard time with a lot of the quote unquote experts that Kim Caldwell mentions in the second book, the breath tap book, everybody that she references is just kind of like a, you know, woo woo sort of, I don't know, man, look, obviously there's no way to (sighs) prove or disprove these things, but people that really are just selling some zany, uh, zany you know forms of hope to people that I think are a little disingenuous. Let's just say that. First two things I look for in any kind of promise like this where it says we can help fix a lot of things is if it's an extremely generalized sort of can you fix heal it, pain or discomfort or emotion? Like if they're trying to cast a huge web on it and also if once you start reading it's like Give it a lot of time and patience. Also, do it however you want and feels comfortable for you, which essentially means there's no system there. And it's just kind of <laughs> do what you want until you feel better. Right? Like, But we just couch it in this like weird terminology in this case about angels. And like the emotional freedom technique stuff with literally just capitalizing those three words and making an acronym. And somehow that legitimizes it. Yeah, I... There, there's technique, like you said, there are nuggets of good things in here, like positive affirmations and meditation, but it's unfortunately mixed up with all this dog shit. And I wouldn't drink that dog shit smoothie is kind of like, even if there's apples and blueberries in there, I'm not going to drink it if there's dog shit in it. And that's how I feel about people like these experts. She references again, you know, if, if you really believe in fucking angels, that's cool. But I think that believing that angels are going to solve all your problems is where it goes too far. Yeah, and I that's don't even what have a problem with <laughs> all the archangels out no, here doing whatever. Fine. That's fine. If you want to imagine that, if that helps you like feel better about yourself and your life that you're living, 
Go for it, dude. I don't care if you have to, like, imagine the Ninja Turtles popping up and, like, personally high-fiving you on your way out the door <laughs> yeah, to work or it's, something. it's the same if thing. If that works, go for it. It's fine. No shame. Exactly. But it's when you start selling a book for, like, I don't, you know, even if it's just, what's it, was like, four bucks a pop or something here? They were four forty-four each. I'm sure that's some kind of magical number. Oh, um, yeah. Sure. But at the same time, just selling that and then saying, like, yeah, it'll fix whatever as long as you give it enough time and you're, like, looking for it, which basically means activate confirmation bias now please <laughs> yeah. oh and speaking of the promises it makes so this is another thing uh that i worry about with these sort of self-help self-improvement books that are you know a little too off the deep end on the whole magical i don't know the whole magical stuff um they make all these promises but then there are these big disclaimers at the beginning that say this is just for entertainment but then the entire book is making you promises about how this is going to fix your life. And that's just really, that's fucked up. Because, you know, legally you can say, well, there's a disclaimer at the beginning. But, like, what person who is maybe desperate, maybe feeling a little hopeless, maybe depressed, you know, maybe just down on their luck, who picks up that book and looks at the disclaimer on the f- back cover, the front, like the inside front cover, no one does. And if they do see it, they just go, oh, well, I'm sure they have to just legally put that there. Like, it's it's not telling, it's not actually doing anything to dissuade people from getting fooled by this. I mean, her website and others of this author's books have things about, like, how the archangels can help you with your money and, like, more prosperity doctrine stuff. And just all of that is such bullshit. Oh, when it starts getting into, like, the, the help you with your money stuff, I just get mm. such creepy crawlies. And lo- help you fall in love, help you get money, help you whatever. She has an angel for everything. Uh, the moon, when she runs out of names, she goes to sun angels and moon angels and like, I don't know, Pokemon blue <laughs> angels or something. Charm angel. Charmeleon angel. Charmeleon. Charles angel lard. Uh, an- Squirangel. <laughs> Flangelon. Um, Bulb angel. <laughs> Bulbasaurangel. Um Pikachuagel. <laughs> yeah, it um so it's problematic to me because legally they have to say, or they should say, this is for entertainment purposes only, but when your entire text is promising things, it's really hard to understand. Um I, let me see if I can find some of these promises. I should have pulled them from the text earlier, but I know I um made a lot of notes in the text. Um, Ah. The light beam that just surrounded you cleared up all your past, cleared out all your past life traumas, cleaned out all past issues you've had in this life and made you clean and shiny and ready to move forward. (laughs) Um... I don't know. Uh, we don't have to be afraid of our problems. We can call on the archangels. We can call on all of them anytime we need. They can help us. They can lift us and they can help us understand the problems present. Uh, the problems present us with opportunities. Sorry, poorly written sentence. Um, so uh, my other issue with things that just advocate kind of prayer and hoping and saying things is that it doesn't tell you to actually do anything to change your problems. And most people's problems <laughs> A lot of pro, I would say most people's problems that they, you know, perhaps might be upset about. A lot of them can be changed by them taking actions in their life. Um, 
you know, and not all of them, of course, you know, we have poverty and war and racism and all kinds of things. But I, I just feel like a lot of people that get, um, attracted to these books are just sad because they, you know, don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend or like their mom died or something. And it's just like no amount of positive affirmations and talking to angels is going to fix that. Or like, they don't like their job or they want to raise. Like I, I just, to me, a lot of that stuff is about changing how you think about it. And also there are things you can do in your life. Like I'm not going to make more money by praying to an angel. I'm going to make more money by changing my careers or something, you know? Um, Listeners can't see what I'm doing right now on Chris camera, like which is just like frantically doing the like eh, weighing kind of motion here because I half agree with you in, in, on a lot of that. I again, going back to the fact that I think that for me, the power of positive thinking comes into refusing to cut yourself off immediately. A lot of people have a tendency and I see this a lot, especially as a music instructor. Um, they have a tendency to just be like, oh, I can't do this. It's pointless for me to try. And they won't even begin to take the first step because they cut themselves off with negative thinking. And I think this stuff is kind of good for that. If a student came in and told me like, oh, I, I think I can do good today because Archangel Sandalfin told me I would. I would just smile and be like, word, bro, let's go for it. You know, I'm not going to cut you down because of how you had to get into that good mood to even begin to try. I do 100% agree with you in that a lot. Still, the thing is similar with my students is that if you just practice more, maybe you would get better at the instrument. Yes. Instead of just praying so, to Sandalfin that your, it, your, his will improve your harmony, yeah, maybe pick a, up your fucking guitar. It's Chris a two-tier process here where you <laughs> cannot cut yourself off from the start with negative thinking. But then after that, also take you must take action as well yeah and maybe maybe i didn't give a great list of examples but i think that you know obviously grieving the death of a loved one or the end of a relationship that is something that you have to do perhaps mentally like maybe you do have to change your outlook but praying to i don't know just saying some stuff at yourself to me doesn't are, like are you addressing the actual problem or are you just making it go away because this kind of shit to me, reads as, we just need to make it go away and forget about it. When in reality, if you have emotional trauma and things that, you know, maybe maybe you can't take action in the physical plane, but I mean, take action and like, you have to think about why that's a problem and address those issues and see a therapist maybe. Like, I just don't think that wishing your problems away by talking to angels is a good approach. I can agree with you on that front too as well. The part, the example you brought up that mentioned this golden light is shining down upon us and it is washing away all past problems and traumas. That's not really the greatest way to move past that stuff where you're just saying, well, this archangel removed it for me. I don't even have to think about it ever again. If perhaps you said the archangel will give me the courage to examine this problem more yes. and allow me to be safe in and understand that I will be safe as I examine myself because this is my own mental space and everything maybe that would be a better way to go about it instead of just like, and then we're clean of every problem in our brains. Yeah, it that messaging bothers me. Uh, the whole just 
shove your problems in a closet and set the closet on fire. Like, that's, I don't know. Excuse that's me, Paris, fan. let a beam of golden tube light shine upon <laughs> you and yes. sh- clean and shine them away. Oh, I, I mean, they're, they're also, um, I, I guess, do you want to, do you want to, <laughs> I don't know. Um, ugh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how I want to segue into this. I don't know that there is a good segue into this, but, um, one of my kind of final points is that, uh, or final big points. I actually want to go into a segment with you, Chris, where we just go through all the weird shit that didn't really (laughs) fit in anywhere and made (laughs) no sense and made made this more confusing. Um, so that's like the, I don't know, the most fun thing I guess we'll do at the end, but my kind of closing comment here is just for right now. Anyway, it's just that this kind of stuff, gets to people, especially in America, because Americans love this. They love the idea of improving themselves, but they also love the idea of a quick fix. And when you offer an American the option to do both of those, it's like it's like a brain slug in Futurama. Like, it just latches on, and it's hard to rip off. Like, the, you know, American individualism has a lot of pitfalls <laughs> and this is one of them where everything's a quick fix. You know, you're always going to be improving yourself, but that always gets distorted. Um, I don't know. Uh, and I know a lot of people are like, Oh, what about like American work ethic work hard? Maybe you have to work for a long time. That's not compatible with a quick fix, but in reality, a lot of people want a quick fix. I, maybe that's not just an American thing. That could just be a human thing. But, um, you know, if, if you have an option, to go to therapy for five years or fucking talk to some angels a couple times a week. Like you're probably going to be like, Oh, talking to angels sounds cheap and easier. <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't think I made that point well, but I still believe that those twin ideas of self-improvement and a quick fix are um, something that really attracts people to books like this, which I mean, is why also I- very rarely do you see the full practice routine of a musician all the time or Mm -hmm. an actor or even a craftsperson like building you might see like a sped up video of a craftsperson completing an item from start to finish but you don't see the years of them making the shitty ones right you don't you know whenever we see a, a super talented musician very rarely do we see them practicing even musicians youtube channels you don't usually see them doing hours and hours and hours of practice there um, which some I've seen a couple of things. I, I saw Adam Neely like do it was like five hours of him sitting there playing major scales essentially, and that's it. And I mean, I wonder how many viewers he got on that because I bet it wasn't like a super interesting thing to watch the whole time. But that's what you got to do. Not just with I keep going back to music because that's just what I know the best in terms of an educational standpoint. But just like with anything else, you know, exercise, weight training at the gym. Uh, Learning to write better or do art or even, you know, learning a new language, some new engineering, whatever. There is hours and hours and months and months and years and years of toiling away before you get anywhere near good. And Yeah, I was going to say, I can think of someone who actually does post like their daily practices and failures. My friend Ashley, she's a... um, Oh God, I'm going to say this wrong. I want to say she's a weightlifter, but that's probably not right. Powerlifter, Olympic weightlifter, kind of forget what exactly she's doing, but 
she her Instagram feed is just like every day her picking stuff up, putting stuff down, her failing, her dropping stuff, you know, her talking about her struggles with certain parts of form and and like how some um, like some injuries she's had to work through and stuff. And yeah, that's. I always I always think about her like her Instagram feed uh, whenever we talk about things like this because you're right. So many people don't post their failures or their relentless practice. They only post their shiniest best takes, right? Um, and she's really good about not doing that. And I think it it shows a remarkable vulnerability, especially um, on a platform that's so visual and is so obsessed, you know, and in a in a time where maybe not a time, but in a time where, I don't know, man, people be creepy. Women's bodies get focused on a lot. I don't know if I really want to go into like a tirade about this, but like, you know, especially on Instagram. Yes. That's kind of, I was like on a, I met on a time. I met like on a platform where women's (laughs) bodies are sexual, overly sexualized and kind of paid, paid more attention to than elsewhere. Um, yeah. So it is, it is rare. Anyway, uh, Ashley's pretty cool. If you're into like, girls picking up stuff uh her, her instagram handle is a uh, smashly Svendby. it's a uh, s m a s h l e y s v e n d b y e her last name is very norwegian <laughs> anyway um sorry that was kind of a tangent but i just was like hey this is a good example yeah <laughs> of not that go like maybe check out how she messes up and still perseveres there mm-hmm. also don't be weird at her weirdos yeah, please don't be weird. Be nice. She will snap you in half if you are, but <laughs> <laughs> she is. I don't know that she would, but she is capable of. Certainly. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. <sighs> okay, well, Paris. Um, I, you know, for me, um, I, this is a point I brought up earlier too, where books like this it, it hit me the same way as that crystal choosing book we did way back when. Oh yeah, it was where long it was, ago. that one just said, "Hey, walk into the store and just whatever crystal your hands or eyes fall upon, that's the crystal for you." This extreme looseness of 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 methodology here. Now, again, I don't think there's always going to be one right way to do things. I'm definitely not in that camp either, especially when it comes to, again, my particular field that I keep bringing up here today. There's not just one right way to play an instrument. There's many different ways to go about it. There's plenty of different ways to do meditation and whatever works for you and gets you through it. (laughs) Fine. But But yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell a kid, you know what? Just pick up a guitar and just like, do what feels good. Yeah. Just do whatever. I'm not going <laughs> to teach you how to play a note or what rhythms are. Just $120 a month, please. <laughs> just hit it. Just hit the string. Just do whatever. And just come in here and show me how you're hitting whatever for $120 a month. I and decided to pee on it. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's fine. Exploring new sensory opportunities here, right? Why does music <laughs> have to be just audio? Why can't it be smell, too? <laughs> What happened? Where, where are our smell concerts, Paris? Oh, you know what? I mean, Paris, are there smell mentioned- concerts? Are there <laughs> concerts that are just like like people that do perfumes and shit, and you just like get different smells wafted at you? Well, the whole I mean, time? that's that's like kind of like I mean, sommeliers are people who are like wine experts, and they mostly just kind of sniff and like barely taste wine. I wonder if there's like perfumiliers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking. Like, I go into a room with a bunch of people when it is safe to do so again. <laughs> And like we just have smells thrown at us as a, as a group for like an hour or two or something. Smell I concert. Mean, that kind of sounds fun. Yeah, right. Oh, we got a new idea here, Paris. 
It's a smellathon. Yeah, no, it's a um, smell concert. I, I've coined that. It's, 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 uh, I like that better. Oh. It's like you know, I just like we set up a big pair of fans and like here's oranges, here's flowers, here's a, a three day old egg. I don't know. Maybe there's got to be some shadow in there to make the light feel better, right? Like, <laughs> oh my god, what if it's like? What if it is a smell concert where like you construct a smell symphony where it's like a yes. second, like a second of orange followed by lavender and then lemon. And okay. Uh, listeners, you can't see me sinuously moving my snake hands <laughs> to demonstrate the smell concert notes. I'm a smell DJ Paris. Oh my God. This actually sounds fun. Okay. Somebody has a smell to jockey. <laughs> All right. This sounds like something that's already happening in like Belgium or something. I don't know. This has to be happening somewhere. It's gotta be. Um, I'm just thinking about the large scale, like arena format where you, like just everyone gets like washed over in like this person's like smell symphony with their, smell, with their orchestra of like fans and I don't know jars with farts in them or something. <laughs> this is great. Well, uh, I'm sure we've just made someone a millionaire. All right, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> but yeah, back to my original point of like there being no really logical system here to follow whatsoever, where yeah. it just tells you to <laughs> do whatever you want that feels good. I just I don't I feel ripped off when I read something like that. Where am I? Are you offering me no guidance whatsoever? Here's a point for you where, <laughs> in one of the meditative practices for uh, in the Sandalfin book. There's a line here that says, raise your vibration and lift your vibration up to higher dimensions. How, though? I, I, how am I just supposed to, like, Goku it up and just, like, hmm, like squeeze harder, clench as hard as I can and vibrate super quick until, I don't know, I tap into the speed force, like the flash and vibrate through the earth or something? Yeah, exactly. That's That's a good example. I mean, the only instruction we really get... Uh, there's a couple of sentences she tells you to say or sing, question mark. Um, <laughs> and and in one book, you're supposed to tap uh, whatever part of your body you want to tap while you do it. That's it. Those there's the this diagram things. that has like a sketch of a human body and it, or like at least from the torso up and it has a couple it has points on different parts of the body but it seems just pretty much every area is covered it's like above your eyebrows your cheeks your lips your shoulders your clavicle it's all kind of part of general so it seems like you can just tap wherever again I mean she so. literally says you can tap wherever like you know if you're for example if you're doing this breathing exercise breathing and tapping exercise for uh you know, let, let's say something on your body hurts, like your knee or something, you're supposed to tap your knee. Or, you know, if you're in a public place and you don't want someone to see you tapping, you can, like, tap your fingers together. Whatever, dude. I don't care what people think about me. <laughs> I'll tap. I'll tap in public. Um, yeah, I agree with you. The, when things are this vague, it really just doesn't seem like a method at all. Um... Oh, um, do we want to, I mean, do we want to just go into like the weird things section of these books? Yeah, I think we should just do like sort of the random smattering of kitchen sink shit that we get in here. And then I do have an idea for a closing segment as well that we can do. Um, all right. I'm going to start off just because I have a lot of things off the top of my head. So in the beginning of both of the books, Caldwell states like, oh, the angels aren't male or female. They're she slash he. And God is a, is God or goddess? She slash she. It's like, 
Do you know about the pronoun they? You can use they, and it just flows so much better in a sentence. They, their, them, theirs. Much better than having to read she slash he the whole time. Um, that was a small thing that was bothersome. Uh, secondly, we have uh, erroneous Einstein quotes. Um, unfortunately, famous people are often misquoted, and there are quotes that like other people said that are attributed to them, even though they never said them. Or they take things that the person said out of context and make it sound much flowery. And this book actually, both books, <laughs> I think, have uh, two fake Einstein quotes. So this is another time where I was like, you know, if you hired a real editor, that probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just Googled it and seen that it's not real. Yeah. This is honestly one of my favorite like social media meme things ever is famous quote attributed to the wrong person with a picture <laughs> oh, yes. of a third also wrong person <laughs> on it. Yes. So in this one, uh, she has logic will get you from point A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. Einstein. And like Einstein did say something sort of similar, but he didn't say it like that. He said and, it in German probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was said in English. That's a good point. Um, he basically said something about like imagination is also important. Uh, you can't just be smart is kind of all he said. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess the gist of what he said is there. The other one was much worse. The other one that's the other one is just straight up. Like no one, ha no one thinks that Einstein actually said this. And unfortunately I can't find it right now. Um, I don't know. Some other like, Oh, here, uh, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. That's just a quote that's falsely attributed to him. No one knows who actually said it. It doesn't sound like something Einstein would ever say. According to people who study things that Einstein said, not and just according to Einsteinologists out there yes. agree. He didn't say that shit. Um, throughout these, uh, I guess I'm in the Sandolphin one first, just picking up on like weird things. Um, there's a part where you're soaring through this, like, I don't know, inter-earth cavern. And she writes, suddenly there's beautiful, beautiful hummingbirds. At least they look like hummingbirds. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, what fuck. are they? Oh, no. <laughs> um, don't, like, leave me in suspense like that. I thought this was supposed to be a safe place. And now I don't know what these hummingbird-alike things might be. Oh, also, we return to Maradonia because she tells us we're coming into the fifth dimension during that <laughs> oh, <yeah>. meditation. <laughs> Wait, isn't that like the telepathy dimension in Maradonia too? Yes. What is it with 5D and like telepathy? It must be some woo-woo practitioner shit that's common. Um, there, There's like, and then you're doing this meditation and she's like, the angels telepathically let you know things. And it's like, but if we're both in this other plane of existence, why are they going to do it telepathically? Why is that important? Well, 5D is telepathy, I yes. think, right, Paris? That's yes. how that works? Um, And then there's, like, just things that catch you totally off guard. So, for example, um, uh, this is in the middle of the, the whole Sandalfin cave thing. Um, Archangel Jophiel smiles at you and lets you know all that you need to do is call in your archangels anytime you feel like things are bogging you down. If there are entities or there's a ghost or there's anything <laughs> around you that's no longer for your highest good, 
Call your archangels and ask them. Ask them to take these entities to the light. Ask them to take these ghosts to the light. Do not fear these entities. Just call for help and know it is coming. What? <laughs> like the what? offhand ghosts. Just, like... hey, you got some ghosts? The archangels can fucking bust your ghosts. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Like, what? Um, Busting makes me feel archangelly. There's like this. It's really this kitchen sink approach to mysticism, right? We've got like our breath tapping, emotional freedom technique. Oh, stuff. Chris, you can We've talk got about our angels. Are you talking about the word that we both were like, what? Oh, this. Okay, this yeah. is kind of separate from the point I was actually about to get oh, at. Oh, sorry, sorry. But okay, so at one point out of nowhere, and Paris and I both had to look this up because we're like, there has to be something here. It can't just be some made up word, right? She asks, you know, you're in the middle of a meditation, and she says, practice your ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian word for self-forgiveness. Great, but you might want to provide some context as to what that word means. Yeah, and what it is, and, like, how can you just say that and expect people to know what you're talking about? Maybe it was covered in an earlier book or something. But, but I don't get the feeling that we have to take these books in chronological order. No, it doesn't seem that way at all. Because they all start with the same forward. There's the same intro chapter or two on all of them. Yeah, there's there's also all these weird other weird... Sorry, this is just going to be us throwing out weird the shit in, this, in these books. Um, there's a weird section in the Sandalfin book where it says... Archangel Sandalfin explains to you that one of her slash his gifts is that of music and that listening to music is just as important as creating music. And it is a divine interaction. Much of the music that we love and listen to will we have helped to create. What? I how, did, think, how did I help create music someone else made that I, I don't know? I think by tapping into the broader universal energy of music as a whole that is vibrating somehow and influencing another musician to write a thing and therefore you are taking part in the universal creative process because you're both tapping into the same space by both listening and creating sorry i just don't buy into that um, <laughs> well, no. I Here's another thing, random thing that I thought was kind of insidious in this, actually. Um, your angels are with you. You're safe. You're protected. Sandalfin reminds us that as we remember to stay neutral, to not have so many opinions about things, life starts to go at a more melodic pace. The answers seem to come more easily. We appear to be in a calmer state. As we practice this, as we practice our neutrality, each moment can be a new beginning. Uh, cowing people into like not having, or sorry, not cowing, but like encouraging people to not have opinions and be quote unquote neutral. Is <laughs> it's just, just that planet bizarre. of neutral people from Futuraba. You don't, you can't exist in a state of neutrality. That is not a thing. Ugh. Just trying to tell people they, not to take stances on things to make their life easier. Is, they've probably uh, heard this from certain, you know, Eastern religions like Buddhism or something that seeks to sort of have detachment. And they just take it as whole entire not having an emotion at all kind of a thing. Yeah. Again, it's something that maybe has had a seed of a good idea. Like you're saying, you know, detachment from reality to achieve a higher mental clarity or something and and writing it in a way that really just sounds like a bad thing to recommend to people um 
Yeah. Anyhow, uh, I'm going to move on to the next book if you have some some fun things to... Oh, I definitely have a thing in the Sandalfin thing that I want to talk about where, okay. again, part of the whole kitchen sink approach to general mysticism and woo-woo that we have here. Um, there's a segment where we're flying through the inner earth to, like a superhero and then we're in some crystal cave area of some kind. Yes. And it starts talking about, oh, well, here's the rose quartz crystals charging us with love and here's the emerald crystals charging us with vitality. And I just kept thinking about J.O. crystals, Paris. Are they what? charging me with cum? Wait. Wait, where was their jerk-off crystals? There isn't in here, but if the, if it, all kinds of crystals are here in these crystal caves, assumedly there's some J.O. crystals that have been charged in here as well, right? Yeah, I mean, this is so vague. There could be right? horrible crystals It's just crystals general crystal cave here. Why is... Of course there would be the J.O. crystals that oh, my buds Chris, and you're... I got up and charged together. <laughs> Oh, but Chris, you're a man, so you know you would choose a pocket crystal. Oh, that's because... right. This was also a thing. It's like oh, whatever kind of bracelet or crystal you need to help you get through the day. Maybe as a man, you would need a pocket stone instead of a bracelet, like a woman's. Like, fellas, is it gay to have a bracelet? Kind of. Thing? <laughs> yes, according to this author. Yes. You must only um, have loose stones in your pocket. That is the only manly way to have a precious gem or crystal of some kind. But also, in I think in the Breath Tap book, it mentions there being divas in the crystals. There's crystal divas. Uh, yeah. Hang on. I'm actually in that book right now. So, okay, Let Paris. So there's the, there. the, the crystals can charge us with certain things. Are the divas part of that? Are the divas charging me? What are divas? I don't know. It says that there's divas in the crystals, Paris. <laughs> yeah, they're there. They're just in there. Don't Paris, worry about it. Paris, is there a J.O. diva crystal, perhaps? Oh, my God, Chris. Remember in the crystal healing book, we found out that our crystals are alive? Maybe it's because they're full of divas. Especially the J.O. ones, I'm sure. Oh, it says that the divas aren't stuck in there. It says that they move in and out as they please. Again, okay, J.O. crystals. Still, yeah, they're charging <laughs> them up, right? Like, so... I think maybe um, a J.O. Diva is just what OnlyFans is all about, right? Like, that's what that is. Yeah, I, so, again, once again, we have something that randomly appears that is not explained. Divas and crystals. Ho'oponopono, or whatever. Sorry, no, it's Hawaiians. Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono. Okay. Like, you can't just drop these concepts or nouns and not explain them without any context i mean especially when you're throwing so much at us especially in the breath tap book there's just so oh, much shit in how here. about you talk about the one like extra out of nowhere inclusion that had you laughing paris oh dude okay all right this is like so something that somehow tends to to just go with um people that believe in these sort of alternative religious takes is um sort of this like belief in animals as pure non-human animals as like pure and helpful and perfect beings um i'm really i'm really generalizing that uh because i'm not really sure how to say it but i think you know what i mean you know nature animals cute so you're reading this book, right? And you're like, all right, fucking archangels, sick, cool. Um, in the breath tap one, it doesn't mention anything about hummingbirds. There's nothing about anything like that. This is more about breathing and dealing with your problems and tapping on yourself. Um, and, you know, you're just reading, you're reading along. Um, 
I'm just going to read this part. When we sing to our archangels, they feel us and respond. If you would like to learn more about Archangel Sandalfin, the angel of harmony, they have their book and audio for you, just like all the archangels we have discussed do. Each one is waiting to go on a marvelous adventure with you for your pleasure and enjoyment. Let us now pull in some divine dolphin energy. <laughs> huh? What? There have been no mentions of any marine life prior to this. Uh, yeah, hang on. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, take a deep healing breath. I was blessed to study the work and books of Amara Kuan Yin. She was a master here on the earth, helping the divine feminine energy to integrate lovingly and peacefully. She taught so many amazing, powerful techniques, and she downloads us from other dimensions if we call on her. She integrates the dolphin energy. What? I think she downloads us? Yeah. Also, what is, what is this lady's dolphin thing? Could you give us, like, a couple sentences about fucking dolphin energy because that really comes out of nowhere. I don't think um, I want any fucking dolphin energy. Especially. No, I don't. And and this is like this is like another. So anyway, she like tries to tell you to incorporate fucking dolphins and tells you that you have your personal dolphin guide. So here's the thing with dolphins. Dolphins are not cute, cuddly, happy creatures. Uh, this is this is a myth perpetuated by. Um, Big dolphin. Orcas. Uh, well, no, it's it's a myth perpetuated by places that keep dolphins captive and use them for entertainment and profit. Um, you know, it, it's in their interest to make you think that dolphins are happy and cute and you can, like, hang out with them. So dolphins are incredibly intelligent. They are one of the most intelligent animals. Um, and they can learn a lot. <laughs> And I think for some reason people think, oh, they're smart and I see them in, you know, aquariums and stuff. So I should be able to like communicate with a dolphin and it would be like cool to hang out with them. No, dolphins are also apex predators. <laughs> they're also vicious and aggressive. Um, and that includes sexual aggression. Hate to say mm -hmm. it, but um, dolphins are not cute and cuddly and you would not want them showing up in your mental meditation. Is what I'm saying like maybe, you know, like, I could see integrating them if you could, like, see them in the distance, you know, jumping during a sunset. That's cool. You know what? You want to experience dolphin jumps at a distance? Cool. Awesome. Dolphins swimming with you, even in your mind? Terrible. Don't do it. They will bite you. They will kill you. Um, they're, they're not cute and cuddly. Um, so for me, it's, like, especially weird that the dolphin gets chosen as like dolphin energy big dolphin energy i don't, I don't understand why I, we're going that was a comment here. actually i made paris is like oh. literally the only thing this book is missing is big dick energy in terms of it's like mystical power energy subset well we've got big dolphin energy i guess yeah we're replacing it with that and uh you know they got those too so yeah dolphins are man i really hate they're real sexual. Hate to bring it up. Say <laughs> dolphins, not cuddly. Um, yeah, I mean, or too cuddly, in fact. Yeah, too cuddly. Um, so we get no explanation as to like why dolph big dolphin energy is a thing now in this meditation. Just comes out of nowhere. Dolphin just comes in, rips our arm off, and swims <laughs> away with it while we're reading, which is what this felt like. Stole it all was, my Jo crystals. Yeah, and my yeah. Divas ran it, off with them. He's really into this one Jo diva on OnlyFans, <laughs> and he just had to have that crystal. Oh, 
only angels angel fans <laughs> angel fans angel fans um yeah there are other concepts that just come up and are never explained for example chris what the fuck are light codes it's like cold light beams to me I don't know that. <laughs> oh no i don't know what light codes are um again it's just general like energy fields and tap into this higher plane but it doesn't even try to really explain anything because there's nothing to explain paris it's just uh, like do you feel it oh i think some okay do you know about the thing <laughs> where some people have a running internal monologue and some people do not do you not know this what do you mean? Some people don't think in their minds? Okay, there's plenty of people out there that... So, are you the type of person that when you're going out through your day, there are sentences in your head that you are speaking to yourself? Oh, yeah, with? of course. I mean, everyone does that. No. No, not everyone does that. No. What? No. Some people just, like, have emotions or images or pictures instead of words, or they just don't have that at all. How do you, you exist? I asked Tress because she's one of them. What? She re yeah, she let me know that. She's a non-thoughter. <laughs> no, no, I can't believe think. you kept Paris. It's not. Me. It's not a not thinking she must thing. Be it's stop, Chris. <laughs> no, we can't let her it's live. A different way of like it's. <laughs> it's a different perception of reality, <laughs> and I'm kidding, wondering kidding. if this sort of buying into like higher vibrations is just like. Some people have this overactive imagination part of their brain that can really feel these higher. I, they're misinterpreting just sort of calming down a little bit as being elevated into a higher plane. Look, man, I'm not a neuroscientist. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, you just had it revealed to you that some people don't have a constant inner monologue. Yeah, that that is. That's actually kind of breaking my brain right I now. I was also confused when I first heard that as well. I was like, how do you, how, what, how? I don't understand. And then I, I do have thoughts sometimes that aren't sentences in my head. They're just imagery or, right? Like your mind's eye. No. I suppose that it, you don't have a, like you see pictures in your head of things. To, I mean, of if I, if I'm like trying to. Okay. Well, now we're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just. Clearly, I, don't do I need more? I need more big dolphin energy. In yeah, my life. apparently you're extremely literal and word only types of thinking, or maybe. Like, Are we surprised by this? <laughs> <I'm not> surprised. <laughs> um, that flavor broken. That's fun. Okay. Um, okay, it's not broken. It's just different. Yeah, I know. Nothing, I know. Nothing. It's a joke. It's a joke. I know. It's a joke. <laughs> Self-deprecation jokes. <laughs> my specialty. Don't don't cut yourself off with negative thinking, Paris. Let the archangel. Zadkiel, come in and take away those self-deprecating joke thoughts. You, you're bathed in a golden light. Oh, and a dolphin I, comes by and pisses on your face. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes, I'm stealing your crystal. <laughs> I can't do dolphin noises. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Um, um, Paris, do you have anything else to say before I uh, move us into what I will hope will be our final segment? Oh, sure. Um, there were very few things that I agreed with. One of them, though, was she says, feeling good emotionally is so valuable and worth every effort. And my note was, fine, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> fine, I guess. Uh, that, oh, one of the funniest, like, out of nowhere parts was, it, so Chris was talking earlier about how there was, like, a diagram of, a, of, like, the torso and head of a person. And it had all these arrows pointing to parts you could tap on or whatever while you're meditating. And one of them, there, there was a hand diagram, and it was like, 
We start by tapping on our karate chop point. <laughs> you really couldn't come up with side of the hand? I'm sure that it's like anterior, you're in the anterior side of your hand. Is that right? Uh, yeah. You know what's funny about this, Paris, is um, at the guitar school that I teach at, we have a series of books, and the page on palm muting says, use the karate chop point of your hand to palm mute the guitar. That seems like a very strange way to talk about the side of a hand. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not the it, anterior. It's basically Sorry. it's, it's uh, a, because most people don't know what anterior or exterior means. So you have to tell them like what side in a very colloquial way. And that will guarantee that they use this, as you say, outside or actually the inside portion of the hand. You could say the one that faces your body commonly as the point of contact and not the one where your first finger and your thumb Wait, are. Chris, Chris, no, that doesn't face your body. If you have your hands at your side. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm. Um, yeah. Well, that that see that makes it harder for anterior exterior because you can twist your hand and it can face either way. So you have I to mean, be very like, specific. I, like I guess <laughs> I guess I understand the whole like using something that people understand versus like a complicated medical term, but is is karate chop part of the hand really the best phrase we got <laughs> for this? It's honestly, um, I tend to say that or like the blade of the hand is what I call it sometimes because if you think about chopping someone that way it is sort of the i would just say hey you know where your pinky is that side of your hand the pinky side of your hand that's another way to put it brilliant pinky side <laughs> solve this problem immediately paris yeah karate chop just seems kind of just fucking weird uh let's see what else we got in my random bag of nonsense from this book right so now i'm gonna read a read a selection you may also tap on fear Try standing in a cold shower because cold showers are super powerful for turning on chemicals in the brain that get rid of anxiety and fear. Actually true. I looked that up because I was surprised. That is a thing, apparently. Another great place to tap gently is on your back, right where the kidneys are. The kidneys. Oh, fuck. The angels took my page. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they don't God. want you to continue, Ferris. Um, the kidneys in some traditions are known to be the area that holds fear. Okay. We all know that fear doesn't live in the kidneys. That's all right. better take them out. I, if so I took like, my kidneys out, Paris, would I be a man without fear? <laughs> yeah, you'd be fearless. Um, because so I would be dead. Like, but this is a great example of how sometimes there's nuggets of truth, but then it's immediate. You immediately get smacked with some fucking nonsense. All right, <clears throat> take a deep healing breath while we are discussing this. The kidney area is at the top of your buttocks, near the lower back on both sides. You can put both hands back there and gently tap while taking deep healing breaths. As you tap, say, Archangel Uriel, please help me to release any fear from my energetic body and have great peace. Relax and smile as you're creating excellent energy flow. Take deep, healing, slow breaths. Breath tap is a beautiful way to gently move the energy through your body while setting intentions for how you want to feel emotionally. And if you experience any fear... Tapping with your deep, slow breaths is a wonderful way to pull yourself back and then to activate your powerful imagination to take yourself to a happy place. Try this tapping process in a cold shower for just 30 seconds to a minute if you want to chase off anxiety to create a space for good emotions. I have had great success with quick cold showers alleviating anxiety for years. It is a bit of a challenge to get started, but yet well worth the effort once the magic starts happening of a lighter mind and mood. Yeah, I don't know... Do you have any other comments before I go into the can we fix it part? 
Um, no, I just had, I, well, Paris, I think based on how loose this whole meditation thing seems to be, I figured you and I could just lead the listeners on our own guided meditation experience. I'd certainly have one on hand that I could oh, do take you? us through. I don't know if you could as well. What is what are what are you taking us through? Well, I would, you know, just a guided meditation just off the top of my head. I'm just I'm just making this up as I go along, really. Oh, actually, I do have one other thing. You can hear these lovely uh, phone recordings of me. Uh, talking about my experience trying to follow the breath tap method. Okay, so in Archangel Breath Tap, there's a section that says if you have a discomfort in your body, you can tap on it and say some words and, you know, make it better, I guess, by, quote, stimulating the energy flow there, end quote. So, um, coincidentally, in the last three days, um, I have been woken up twice in the middle of the night by really painful Charlie horses in my calves. Um, if you don't know what a Charlie horse is, it's just a colloquial term for um, a localized muscle seizure. And it's usually caused, oh, I don't know, it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what it is, but it's usually due to dehydration or a potassium deficiency or overuse of muscles or, or something like that. And they're really painful, and they don't last very long. Usually they only last a couple seconds, but mine lasted, like, several minutes each time, so it was excruciating. Um, and then the pain has persisted because they're just so sore from the spasm, and I've actually had a couple um, consequential spasms in one of them since. So, yeah, not fun. Um, so um, I'm going to gonna do some breath tapping today on my little... My little baby cows. All right. Even though I am experiencing this discomfort in the body, I still deeply love and accept myself. Even though I am experiencing this discomfort in my calves, I still deeply love and accept my calves. <sighs> Even though I'm experiencing this discomfort in my calves, I still deeply love and accept my calves. Yeah, um, so how is my calf doing? Guess what? Didn't fucking work because that's not how this shit works. But of course, the author of this book would say, well, you probably didn't do it for long enough. Or, you know, you didn't believe in it, so it didn't you work. You definitely did not sound like you believed in it in these recordings. I Paris. was annoyed <laughs> at being just... in pain. I was so annoyed. I mean, the pain was so bad. I was like on the verge of tears, curled up in, in bed. It was awful. You also definitely don't do actual deep breaths here. It's more just heavy sighs of dejection that come out. No, those were deep breaths. I think maybe just they just sound weird on my phone. Could be. It sounds like you're like inhaling for a second and exhaling for a second. No. Anyway. Anyway, I tried it. Didn't do it for me. 
Again, G- I'm not going to spend Paris. I'm not going to spend months of my life following this book for an episode <laughs> of Terrible Book Club. So that was the best I could do. Anyway, on to Chris's guided meditation. Okay, everyone. I want you hey, to this get... is an audio format, so it might actually work for people. I want you to get comfortable, seated as comfortably as you possibly can, back as straight as you can possibly get it, stretch out a little bit, raise those arms to the sky, try to touch the angels above us, reach as far as you can with your fingertips, and bring your arms back down to the earth, where we can feel the earth energy coursing through us from the ground, filling us with wonderful feelings of joy and happiness and cleanliness and a clean butthole too, just to top it all off. Everything's fresh and great down here. You have the cleanest laundry, the best fit. You look great. Your hair is on point. Everything smells great. You're at a smell concert and a a wonderful smell (laughs) of lavender is washing over you. Now I want you to take a deep healing breath and imagine yourself flying through there, gently lifting up from the ground. And we're floating up into the sky gently. It's not scary like a plane takeoff too quick or something. Just gently as easily as you can, just as far from the ground as you can stand. It could be a foot. It could be a hundred feet. You could be miles in the sky if that makes you feel good. And you're charging up your crystals with your J.O. power. <laughs> and off to the side. Oh, look who, who's off in the corner. It's it's Goku from Dragon Ball Z. He's charging up his spirit bomb. But it's a, it's a spirit bomb friendly power full of all the energy of your friends cheering you on. They think you're just great. Oh, and look out. Goku's throwing the spirit bomb at you directly but it's a nice feeling when it hits you because it just crashes into you with waves of friendly joy take a deep healing breath and let the friendly spirit bomb fill you with gracious friend energy and we're still floating through the sky um, and we're looking off to a, to a hill on our right and oh look it's, it's, it's Yu-Gi-Oh um, he, he's just won your favorite game and you're so great at it and you just won uh, whatever you want to win. <laughs> Wait, is Yu-Gi-Oh a person? Well, I, I, technically it's Yugi Moto is the character's name. Okay, but, okay. Right, just, Sorry. Get out, f- fuck off. I'm trying to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here, negative Paris. <laughs> negative Paris has floated away. We're back in our She's been hit by a plane. <laughs> back in our anime journey here. And oh, you we're floating back down to the ground. And d- oh, look who's there down at the ground waiting for us to, to land gently on our feet. It's your favorite anime waifu. And she's here with open arms <laughs> to tell you that you're so open handsome legs. and brave. <laughs> or maybe, I don't know, is there a boy, a boyfu? I don't know. Husbando? <laughs> Anyway, they're down there with you, and they're, boy, oh boy, are are they ready for you to uh, marry them and kiss them on the lips, and they really like it, and they're so into you because you're great and clean and handsome with your clean butthole energy, and now take a deep healing breath with, with all your anime power that we've 
all drawn in together. And Goku and Yu-Gi-Oh and your waifu are all there together. And they're giving you a big hug. And open your eyes. And we're back together in the real world. <laughs> the end. I hope the you end. enjoyed my guided me- anime meditation experience, everybody. <laughs> Thank, thank you for that that magical adventure. Um, it did make me forget about my problems because it was so stupid. So there you thank go. you. That See? was great. It Steve really Harris, why'd you have to horn in on it that one time and ruin our movie? Sorry. I mean, <laughs> you can literally I'm cut that out. You have no, I'm, power. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's funnier. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, now that we're all relaxed and we've all gone to the sky with Goku, uh, let's talk about uh, whether we could fix this or not and whether we would recommend this. Um, I would not recommend this, obviously. This is not my jam for a variety of reasons. I think if you came to me looking for something to uh, meditate, I would direct you to uh, one of the many popular and you know uh, more reputable uh, meditation phone apps, probably. Um, <clears throat> I, I can't think of any offhand. I know there are a ton of them out there. Or I may, I might tell you, hey, are you having some emotional problems? Perhaps seek a therapist. Here's a directory of of therapists that you can look through. Um, This just not my jam, uh, first of all. So how I would fix this? I mean, two things would fix this a lot for me, even though I wouldn't agree with it. The first is... Constantly making statements that this book will, that that you should quote unquote expect miracles from doing breath tapping or that this book is going to bring angels to solve your problems or that this book is going to make you richer or, or happier. I just think that making these exaggerated claims, oh, that, that this is going to cure your diseases and your, your anime physical waifu ailments. Will finally notice you. Yes, it will make your anime waifu notice you finally. Having disclaimer, having, sorry, excuse me, having statements like that multiple times throughout the book to me is a huge problem. I don't think that having a disclaimer at the beginning, but then having... 10 or 12 promises of magical healing and stuff really works out. I really think that all the promises about healing and miracles need to be removed. You can tell people that this may help them feel better emotionally, and that's fine because you're not promising anything. Um, Secondly, another thing that would have really improved this book again was editing and structure. So, if the first part was like, hey, this is my theory on like energy and angels. Doesn't have to be really complicated. Just anything describing what this woman believes, you know, and why. Cool. And then the second part could be, all right, these are the meditations. And they could be like spaced out and structured. Would have been good. Also, I feel like making the meditations so long that you can't memorize them makes it really hard to visualize and kind of close your eyes and disconnect if you have to constantly reference a text. So it might've made more sense for this to just be an audio exercise and to never actually be in print. Or perhaps it could be, the explanation could be in print. It could have the print and then say, 
this also comes with a free audio track because I actually don't know if the audio tracks are free once you buy the book. Yeah, Paris, <laughs> we you know what? <laughs> we, didn't, uh, we didn't investigate I'm that. I'm going to go check that out right now. All right, you, cool. Um, yeah, so... The rest of the show stuff. Yeah, and like third, I, I just wish the framing was different. You know, so one, as I said, I really don't think it should promise healing and enlightenment, enrichment and protection. It should just say, hey... Do you need to calm the fuck down a little? Do you think angels are kind of fun? All right, sick. Let's go on this positive meditation exercise. And if it was actually formatted in a way that you could parse it, um, it'd be, you know, meditation has real benefits, even if it's just a fantastical and sort of silly story, even if you want to include your dolphins. But a meditation exercise shouldn't make lofty promises about prosperity, curing of disease, fighting love, etc. I mean, the author has these disclaimers that it's for entertainment only and you should seek medical evaluation, but that contradicts everything else she says. And if, and I mentioned this earlier, but it's like, if people are looking at this, they don't, they see those disclaimers and just write them off as like, oh, I'm sure she has to legally write that. You know, my main point is just, there needs to be more context and clarity around the fact that this doesn't actually summon angels to fix your problems and it should be formatted in a way that's conducive to meditation and makes it easier to parse. Uh, Paris, I have news for you in that yes. it seems like these audio things are um, sold on Amazon Music um, as albums. For example, there's the Activate Your Abundance Meditation audio program, which promises to help you tune into your money frequency. Oh, boy. Um, you can buy individual tracks such as Introduction or Day 1 to 4, Connection, Day 5 to 8, Embrace, Day 9 to 12, Divine Love, and so on and so forth for 99 cents each. Or you can buy the whole album for $8.99. It's going to help you tune into that money frequency. I think she's tuned into her money frequency. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It's available on Bandcamp too, Paris. Oh, Get some shit. of that Bandcamp Friday shit out here oh, for 11 wow. 11 over here. Kim Caldwell is selling everything over here on Bandcamp. And oh boy, is there quite the uh, artist picture here. Uh, the Goddess Code Lakshmi Prosperity was released in May 2020 for 888 USD. So yeah, she's on many platforms, uh, these audio programs. Um, can you play them without... Oh, you can totally play this one without purchasing. So we can totally... This is a 45-minute... Uh, track here actually on this oh, one paris boy. so let me ask you this here paris before we go um obviously we're not going to do a 45 minute one here no but um perhaps for patreon oh yeah perhaps perhaps i think it's a little bit too long i mean there's a five minute one here too as well uh, well actually this is a whole album full of yeah i think this should be some patreon content so why don't we segue nicely into <laughs> some of that Oh, God. All right. Well, I'm going to thank our set of archangels, our patrons. They're our fucking patrons. They're not angels. Thank you. You are angels Arch to me. Thank you, Archangel Dari, Archangel Greg, Archangel Will, Archangel Veronica, Archangel D, Archangel Jared, Archangel Lynn, Archangel Sinya. Archangel Yakub, Archangel Bobby Blackcat, Archangel Jensina, Archangel Mayo Cat, Archangel Elliot, Archangel Kieran, Archangel Martin, Archangel J, Archangel Scott, 
Archangel Luchek J again, Archangel CTAP 1, Archangel Pancake Ronan, and our newest Archangel, Miri. Thank you so much, Miri, for becoming a patron. Uh, we look forward to having you along on this uh, meditative, terrible book cave adventure. <laughs> Uh, if you also want to help support support the show and be an angel, um, <laughs> you can subscribe to us on YouTube. You don't even have to watch anything on YouTube. You can just subscribe to us there. That's fine. You can donate money to us through Patreon and gain access to fun things like videos of us if you want to see our physical forms rather than just you know hearing our energy through your ear holes. Uh, there's also outtakes and other random audiovisual stuff on there, including our newest content series, The Lost Pages of Meridonia, which is a, a fun, interactive thing we have. Trying um, to make it interactive. Yeah, trying to. You, you, only you can make it interactive. <laughs> yeah, you don't um, have to be a page. Honestly, just um, go over to Write with Transformer and maybe send me a lost page of Meridonia, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Goodreads. If you're on there, um, you can send us messages through those platforms, or you can email us at terriblebookclub at gmail.com. Uh, most importantly, though, it'd be really nice if you could leave a review, perhaps on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you decide. Um, most importantly, though, we would love if you reviewed the show, perhaps on Apple Podcasts, or uh, shared it with your friends. Maybe maybe just tell at least one person about it if you don't want to share it on your social media. Um, so, yeah. That's it. I think that's it for us. Um, hopefully we will not be faced with another ology <laughs> next month. I think I've had my fill of ologies yeah, uh, we, right now. Yeah, we've done enough of that, I think, category for now. So I think we're going to head back into the famous internet person book, Minds. Yes. Uh, we actually had several people request that we read a book by this internet person author. So we are doing that for the next episode uh, I won't reveal who it is, but you'll find out in two weeks. All right, Paris. See you next time for that. Oh, uh, all right. Good night, all. Good bye -bye. day. Good morning. Goodbye. Goodbye.